1: Cross
2: the gulf town it's 7 a.m time to wake up on and community media
3: good morning you're listening to wake up on this beautiful friday morning you are tuning your heart to the truth i'm gabby smith along with david dawson hey dave good morning hey
4: how are you this morning
3: I'm excited because it's Friday. <laughs> I'm
4: excited. I don't know if you saw this, Gabby. Uh, coming into work today, that moon about blinded me. I almost had to put on uh-huh. my moon glasses. It was really bright. I mean, it was beautiful. Spotlight. Yeah, it was. It was one of the brightest ones I'd, I'd ever seen. I can only imagine though, as, as as the morning's going on. I don't know if you can still see it out there or not because I've been at the studio a while. But you know, it only gets bigger and oranger as it's setting. I imagine some folks are treated to a beautiful, beautiful sight this morning if if the weather was good for you. But. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was gorgeous here today. so, yeah. And today is the Feast of the Archangels, and those mm-hmm. guys are important to us. So um, yes. why don't we start with an opening prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O oh God, who dispose in marvelous order mysteries, both angelic and human, graciously grant that our life on earth may be defended by those who watch over us as they minister perpetually to you in heaven. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Saints Michael, Gabriel and Raphael, pray for us.
3: Yes, the archangels, you these are your guys. These are our guys. <laughs> if you have any trouble. Yeah. These are the archangels, the saints that you are praying to, they Help, I'm telling you. Uh, The St. Michael prayer is a
4: powerful, powerful prayer that we pray throughout the day around here for our equipment, you know. (laughs) But we also pray to St. Gabriel. He is one of our patrons here at Catholic Community Media because he's the announcer. So yeah. he, he 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 was the Annunciation. See, I, I passed that test. David, See there?
3: <laughs> you got a date. <laughs> That's amazing. And then and then we will learn more about the Archangels later on in today's show. But we are starting off talking about the upcoming Fall Pledge Drive. Our Fall Pledge Drive starts next Tuesday, October 3rd and right, right here. through October 5th. Mm. And of course, Catholic Man Night, you guys, I'm telling you, we are... It's selling out, so come on, make those reservations happen. If you are thinking about it, now is the time. We'll give you details on that at 10 after. In 18 minutes, Gary Zimak joins us. He's a Catholic author and speaker and founder of followingthetruth.com, and today he is talking about the three archangels and our faith life. So we'll be talking to Gary, diving deeper into that topic In 35 minutes, Matthew Leonard joins us. He's a Catholic author, speaker, and founder of Science of Sainthood. Today, we are talking about the upcoming Fullness of Truth conference in Baton Rouge. And in 48 minutes, we have Mary Beth Bracey joining us once again. She's a spokesperson for Sophia Institute Press. And today she's talking about the book, I Believe in Love, a personal retreat based on the teachings of St. Therese of Lisieux.
4: It's so a great great book I know this yeah. one mm-hmm.
3: we've been touching on Saint Therese a lot this week yeah um, and I think she's a wonderful saint to turn to um so for well, many reasons we'll Sunday's talk to her Beth big about day
4: that. you know Sunday's her yeah. feast day so um uh, I'm glad we're paying attention to her because she has you you talk about a beautiful saint and, and and she is responsible for the conversion of a lot of people mm-hmm. Gabby
3: agreed Mm -hmm. agreed well david we're on social media and it's so important for us to be on social media we can be a light on social media throughout the darkness follow us on facebook instagram and threads at catholic community media we're also on x which is formerly twitter Hmm. you can follow us at la catholic media on there stay with us we have your gospel and reflection coming up right after the break it is five past the hour on wake up
4: blessed feasts of Saints Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, the archangels. Today's gospel comes to us from John chapter 1. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. We've heard the gospel, and now we reflect.
5: To understand today's gospel, let's begin by exploring its background in the book of Genesis. Jacob fled from his brother Esau, who threatened to kill him, because Jacob deceived his father Isaac into giving Jacob the blessing Isaac intended to give Esau. After arriving at Bethel, he had a vision in which he saw an ascending stairway that connected earth and heaven. On this stairway, Jacob saw angels going up and down as they did the will of God. Jacob was so moved by the experience that he thought he was near the gate where heaven touched down to earth. This stairway, sometimes referred to as Jacob's ladder, was seen by the church fathers as having great significance. In a very real sense, when the divine Son of the Father assumed a human nature, he became the stairway that perfectly joined heaven and earth. For this reason, St. Paul properly taught that Jesus is the one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all. This truth does not, of course, exclude creatures, angels, and humans from acting as mediators, wholly subordinate to Christ, from whom all acts of mediation have their power. To believe otherwise ignores St. Paul's instruction to the Christians to offer supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings for all men for kings and all who are in high places like presidents, senators, and other government officials. In today's gospel, Jacob's dream finds its fulfillment in Jesus' glorification through his death on the cross. For it is through Jesus that the angels and our prayers ascend and descend from heaven to earth. The additional lesson for us is that we also ascend to heaven by climbing the cross with Jesus in our own life through our death of selfishness and by bracing sacrificial love. And so let us encourage each other by climbing the stairway to heaven together. Have a wonderful day. This is Jimmy Sagers.
3: Thank you, Father Chris Decker and Jimmy Sagers for today's Gospel and Reflection. While we are just days away from our Fall Pledge Drive, which helps keeps us on the air, right, Dave? So Absolutely. we are 100% donor-funded, and we rely on our pledge drive mm-hmm. to continue to broadcast the Catholic faith.
4: Right, right. And and this is this is the time of year, we do it three times, and this is the time of year that we have to have our handout. What we try to do, though, we try to make it as painless as possible because we have a lot of folks come in and join us. We have, uh, of, of course, it's live just like the morning show is this morning, but we have guests join us in the studio, and a lot of these guests gabby talk about the guests that are coming in uh for that matter on it starts tuesday uh talk yes. about the guests that are coming in on tuesday
3: so we will have live guests on tuesday wednesday and thursday of next week from right. 7 to 10 a.m and at the seven o'clock hour starting on tuesday we have father todd lloyd and deacon ricky supreme Eight o'clock, we have Mark Shafisi, Kathleen Higgins, and Father Bryce Bryce Sibley, excuse me. And then nine, the nine o'clock hour, we have Deacon Dan Bournet and Michael Accaldo. And you get it together, or maybe have another cup of coffee at the break here. Wednesday. No, I'm the same
4: problems. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, wait, off, off, off mic, we were talking about what I'm doing, and it's, it's think, I'm a mess. Okay, go ahead. I
3: think my brain is like, it's Friday. We're powering down you. early I'm here. I'm you, Gabby. Um,
4: <laughs> this is <Wednesday>. live radio. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wednesday at the 7 o'clock hour, Scott Smith, Steve Ray, and Johnny bear At the 8 o'clock hour, we have the Knights of Columbus from the Louisiana Council and Monsignor Christopher Nolte. And at there the 9 o'clock hour, we have Allison Daigle and Father Ra- Robert Cavalier on thursday we have at the seven o'clock hour father Tad hong and sister dulcie maria at eight o'clock we have lisa flood father matthew graham and deacon larry oni and at the nine o'clock hour we have father Jamin dawid and father matthew dunn so uh <laughs> Yeah, these are folks guess. from
4: all over our listening area, and that—that's mm-hmm. the beauty of it. And at the same time, they're enjoying it, and they're coming in because they support the mission of Catholic Community Media. This is so important to them too, because we are supplementing uh, what what what, the, what they need. Uh, one of my right. favorite quotes is by Father Mark Beard, uh, who recently passed, uh, mm-hmm. and he always said hey, I have 20 minutes to land this plane on Sunday. You guys have the rest of the week you know, to get the word out, and that's why people need to listen to you. And then I've been told by the folks who, who do RCIA classes, and they, they recommend to a lot of their um, candidates, that's the word I'm trying mm-hmm. to think, uh, yeah. uh, to, to listen. Listen to Catholic Answers live. Listen to uh, Dr. David Anders during the day and 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 hear what they have to say cuz they can explain the catholic faith so well and Gabby I don't yes. know about you but I'm still learning about my catholic faith
3: I learn all the time and I'm not afraid to admit that on the morning show too when it comes to different saints or different guests that we have on. We're constantly learning and deepening our faith with Christ. So Catholic media is so important in today's world when we have other uh, media outlets that are so loud and in your face and just negativity all the time. We're trying to bring the positivity and the light of Christ to you so this is why it's needed. So please prayerfully consider donating starting next Tuesday, October 3rd. I want to switch gears, quick. Quick, yeah. Dave. We have about thirty seconds. Catholic Man Night <laughs> is happening in November. Tell us about that real quick. Now, this is this big. is
4: exciting, Gabby, because uh, I don't think we've ever seen uh, ticket sales go this fast, this early before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we're, we're not sold out. But boy, we're heading in that direction pretty quick. So if 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 you know about it and you have you've been procrastinating. Uh, then mm-hmm. I highly recommend you you jump online and get your tickets. It's Wednesday, November eighth, and we start. It's from. 6 to 9 p.m. or if you want to join the fraternity of the leaf and get some special treatment with special treats uh, it starts at 5 but this is November 8 uh, this year our guest speaker is Mike Fulmer it is a wonderful wonderful evening we're going to talk more about it as it approaches but uh, I would yes. highly recommend you, you res- reserve your place now
3: agreed ccmedia.live is where you can find details for everything we just discussed stay with us it is 15 past the hour on wake up
1: This is Franciscan Media's Saint of the Day for September 29th. Today we celebrate the archangels, Saints Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. Of all the angels that appear frequently in Scripture, only Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael have names. Michael appears in Daniel's vision as the great prince who defends Israel against its enemies. In the book of Revelation, he leads God's armies to final victory over the forces of evil. He is also the best known of the three archangels. Many churches have been dedicated to him, and many organizations claim him as their patron. Gabriel also features in Daniel's visions, but his best-known appearance is an encounter with the Virgin Mary, informing her that God has chosen her to be the mother of the Messiah. Raphael's activity is confined to the Old Testament story of Tobit. There he appears to guide Tobit's son, Tobiah, through a series of fantastic adventures which lead to a threefold happy ending. Tobiah's marriage to Sarah the healing of Tobit's blindness and the restoration of the family fortune Each of these archangels performs a different mission Michael protects Gabriel announces Raphael guides As believers, we experience God's protection communication and guidance in ways that defy description We cannot dismiss angels too lightly There's more about the saints along with inspiration and Catholic resources at our website SaintOfTheDay.org. From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day.
3: It is 19 past the hour, you're tuning your heart to the truth. I'm Gabby Smith, along with David Dawson. Our first guest today is Gary Zimak. Gary is a Catholic author and speaker and founder of FollowingTheTruth.com. And today he joins us as we continue our discussions on our Saints of the Day, the Archangels. Good morning, Gary. Thank you for being with us today.
6: Gabby, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me.
3: I love having you on Fridays because yeah. it really gets us going with the weekend, it having just a good weekend, makes you positivity. Chill, right? I mean, suddenly <laughs> we realize,
4: hey, you don't have to worry about things. You know, for one thing, you the weekend Gary. started, but it just relaxes me even more, <laughs> Gary.
6: <laughs> oh, man, you guys are putting too much pressure on
3: me. <laughs> oh, no. No, I I think this topic, first of all, obviously, it is relevant. We're talking about the archangels and seen yeah. through the eyes of faith. So take <clears> us through some of your insights and what you have to talk about. What? Some insights on this topic. <laughs> there we go.
6: <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, Gabby, this is not easy for me. It's not easy for me to see through the eyes of faith because I'm so used to using my senses. And mm-hmm. you, you know, you, we were talking the other day, and you said, "What are you going to talk about?" And I said, "Well, since it is the feast of the archangels, and we can't see angels next week, I, I believe it's uh, we're going to celebrate a memorial of the uh, of our guardian angels." Mm-hmm. Angels are difficult because we can't see them. Honestly, our relationship with God, the Father, can be challenging because we can't see Him. We can't see Jesus. We can't see the Holy Spirit, you know, and it can become difficult for us to look around us and remind ourselves that, yeah, there's an invisible reality going on here. These, these people are real. These creatures are real. And it got me to thinking, the other day I was praying, and I've got, I've got several intentions that I've been praying for for years and they all involve family members, and they're all kind of stuck, you know, and I was thinking, mm. you know, God, it doesn't seem like you're doing anything here, mm-hmm. but, I, but I know you are, and, and I, I think it got to that point where I had to say to myself and to the Lord in my prayer, I don't really see the evidence that this prayer is working, but I do believe that you are working behind the scenes, and, mm. and you know, that was just a mm-hmm. a whole new level for me, Um And it's something I think we all need to to look at and just, I believe that we sometimes have to do that, that self-talk or that reminder and say, look, I don't see any evidence, but I'm going to keep praying because I believe through faith, Lord, that you hear me and that you are doing something, even if my senses are saying
1: otherwise. Mm Mm-hmm. 100%.
3: I think that's human nature to think that way, Um, you know, because we are fallen and that doubt creeps in. But that's what that faith is all about. Like you said, even though you can't see it uh, at the moment, you know, you just keep praying. Sometimes that takes a long time. It could take days, weeks, months, years. You never know. You
4: are absolutely right. In fact, Gary, just the other day, I heard you on the Sunrise Morning Show and uh, yeah. you were talking about Psalm thirteen. That psalms uh, blow yeah. my mind because psalms right? say really what's deep in our heart. And that you talk about a, mm-hmm. a conversation with God, and it's it's like yeah, you're just venting your frustrations. But David talked to yeah. God the same way, didn't he? Yeah, you know yeah. exactly. And, and Gabby, exactly. you just said you just said the word. We we have to be patient. How long will it take? That's how it starts. <laughs> It says, how long will thou forget me, O oh Lord? <laughs> Gary, you blew my mind on that one. It was really, really good.
6: Uh, well, you know, David, everything I talk about when I'm on the radio is something I'm going through. Everything I write about, I've gone through it. And I, uh, I was in that situation the other day, and I thought, Lord, you know what? I'm not going to waste this, because I was asking that how long question. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I was led to Psalm 13, and it's a six-verse psalm. And in the first two verses, the how long, oh God, question is asked four
4: times. Four times, I'm looking at you. Mm -hmm. Right?
6: Yes. How long, Lord? How long? How long? How long will you ignore me? And then somewhere through, David begins to realize that, wait a minute, he's not ignoring me. Because what did he do? He turned to God and said, help me.
4: Yes. Help me
6: after the how long. But you're right. That how long or even why? That's an okay question to ask of God, because it can lead to something else. It can lead to you realizing that, wait, he's not deserting me. He's
4: really there. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
3: And all of this is strengthening our faith, Gary. You know, I have actually found this through seeing family members or very close friends who are unemployed try to find a job. It is so difficult Mm -hmm. to find a job these days because you are applying with 200, 300, 400 other people online, Uh, you know? So it's it's more saturated, it's difficult. Um, And seeing them pray and say, why isn't anything happening? How long is it gonna take? Please provide, find a way. God has pulled through looking back Every, every of those time, situations. Yeah. Yeah. and then whenever the job does come up and sometimes it's taken months, and sometimes it's taken years, you know yeah. and it's been so fruitful. and then seeing the faith that that person has now gained from that experience, it's truly remarkable. and it's been hard because it was a roller coaster of doubt and praise and doubt and praise. and yep. It, yep. you know, I credit the Archangels for a lot of a lot of that uh, faith strengthening.
6: Yeah, yeah, and they're working behind the scenes too, you know. And sometimes we forget that the angels, the saints, they're 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 real, right. and they work behind the scenes, even though we might not see physical or evidence of that. And uh, you know that whole job search thing, Gabby. I'm really glad you brought that up. You talk about something that can be disheartening. I mean, yeah. sending out resume after resume. I've been in that position. Eventually, you want to just give up hope, and I think that. With our spiritual life, I think one of the greatest prayers that we can pray, and I pray this all the time, is, Lord, keep me faithful. Help me not give up. Help me not stop praying, because what the devil's going to do, he's going to be in our ears all the time saying, your Mm -hmm. prayers aren't doing any good. Why Mm -hmm. bother praying? Mm -hmm. You know, I hear that in my head, but that's, thank God we have this gift of faith that keeps us going when we don't feel like going. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, Well, Gary, I want to focus on one specific archangel, and that's St. Michael. The St. Michael prayer in our home is prayed daily, sometimes multiple times a day, just to guide us. There's so much evil in this world, and with the rise of social media and the world being in the palm of our hands 24-7, we now have access to more news and more devastation that we can look up or get notified about. talk about how St. Michael can help us ease that anxiety and really just turn the uh, worry of what's going on in our world today, or even our local community, to Him through St. Michael.
6: Yeah, that's a great point. The St. Michael prayer, we pray it at least once each day as well as a family, and you're right. And uh, it's so funny, I just got back. Um, I, I had an early morning today, I, I just got back from a men's group at our church, and we were discussing this very thing. We're talking about everything, all this bad news, all this temptation. It's in the palm of our hand with our phone, and evil is all around us, and we need that protection because it is challenging. We are tempted every day by the the, the forces of evil. So yeah, St. Michael, he's a valuable um, uh, helper for us when it comes to overcoming the evils that we are that that surround us, because this is the world, this is where we live. But we're called to be different. We are called to be that, uh, that light shining in the darkness. And St. Michael can definitely help us with that. And we just, we trust. You know, I might not be able to see the results of my prayer. When I pray to him and ask him to help me and I pray that St. Michael prayer, I don't necessarily see immediate results. But by faith, mm-hmm. I believe that that prayer did, does something. Right,
5: right.
3: That's such a powerful prayer, you know, and I was actually talking to my neighbor the other day, and I think it's just the more um, involvement on social media, which I try to do less and less, but, you know, things are popping up all the time, you know, just different things in the palm of your hand, and it really bogs you down. And I think focusing on St. Michael, who can combat the evil one, mm-hmm. um, it is really a helpful guide to kind of making things a little bit brighter. Um, I personally, love this prayer it's one of my favorite prayers is praying the saint michael prayer Um, even when i'm distracted in church which honestly that was last weekend i was fine all day and i don't know what it was (laughs) as soon as i sat down it was like every thought and worry that i haven't thought about in months (laughs) popped up i'm like what is going on like why now you know and Mm -hmm. i was just reciting that prayer over and over again you know, because I it can only be one thing, yeah, right? That's right.
0: <laughs> yeah, as soon yeah, as you sit down. Yeah.
3: So I think it's oh important to focus on these uh, these archangels because they can really help us throughout our day, Gary, and and really with anxiety. And you're so open about your your journey with anxiety and worry, um, and these are great examples.
6: Yeah, and we need all the help we can get, and thank God we have the church to recommend these devotions to the archangels and all these and novenas and saints, because I wouldn't think of this on my own. So I'm so grateful that the Church helps me to remember I have help. That I, I don't have to go through this life alone, and I don't necessarily have to feel every prayer that I pray. Really? Sometimes I think, like, oh, is this really doing any good? good? I, I'm sure it is, but... And then I turn to the church, and the church is telling me that, yeah, this is doing good. This is of value. The Blessed Mother is a powerful intercessor, but I don't see her. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily feel her right now, but no, she is. Okay, okay, I get it. Jesus founded a church. I am going to listen to his church. So Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that I have that help.
3: Well, we're grateful that you have joined us today, Gary. Gary's a Catholic speaker. And also, you can go to followingthetruth.com. And you can also hear Gary every Saturday morning at 1030 a.m. on CC Media. Thank you so much, Gary, for being with us.
6: My pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. God bless you. Take care.
3: Wonderful conversation I always love talking to him Mm -hmm. It's always a good one Well, we have another great guest Coming up right after the break Matthew Leonard Founder of Science of Sainthood Is talking about the upcoming Fullness of Truth Conference Stay with us It is half past the hour On Wake Up
4: 35 past the hour. You are tuning your heart to the truth. I am David Dawson. I'm along with Gabby Smith. Damian Colado is out for the weekend, uh, but we'll return next week. And we have quite the busy week coming up next week. So be sure and tune in. Lots of wonderful things are going to be happening on this live radio show uh, for a few hours on each day that is our fall pledge drive coming up and we do need your help but we we have a good time while we're asking for your help so yes. that's tuesday wednesday and thursday uh just be sure be sure and tune in uh, you'll you'll thoroughly enjoy yourselves and mm-hmm. right now we have matthew Leonard. he's catholic he's a catholic author speaker and founder of science of sainthood and we're going to talk about the fullness of truth conference that's coming up in baton rouge good morning matthew Good morning guys, great to be with you. Well, great to have you with us and uh you know we hear your voice because we have a spot running for the Fullness of Truth conference coming up <laughs> yes. and you're you're talking all about it and this is going to be quite the powerhouse that's coming up. We're going to talk about that a little uh just a, in in just a few minutes, but uh talk about the science of sainthood, Matthew.
2: The Science of Sainthood is an online platform that I started about five years ago after the Lord kind of got a hold of me and said, Hey Matt, it's time for you to focus on the one thing necessary and share it with others. And it's a series of video courses that I kind of walk people step by step through the different stages of the spiritual life as shared with us by great classic writers like Teresa of Avila and John of the Cross and Francis de Sales and others. So It's really everything you should have learned about the spiritual life, but were probably never taught. Right, and uh, that's the goal. That's the goal of everything is to be a saint and uh, rip the title off of Saint Augustine, which is always a good thing to do to steal from the great (laughs) saints, because sainthood is a process. It's not a free for all. It's something we have to work our way through. Mm -hmm.
4: And we are all called to be saints, right? That's the
2: the goal, right? Our our mugs are supposed to be on holy cards.
4: Our mugs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh gosh, I can only imagine what that would look like. But uh, <laughs> they, they, <laughs> okay, and 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 so and let let's talk about the conference coming up because this 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 is a big deal. This is coming up in Baton Rouge. This is on November fourth and fifth. It's going to be held at the Crown Plaza Hotel. And uh, well, talk about how how this is going to work out, uh, Matthew.
2: Um, you know, I'm really excited about this because when Fullness of Truth and I were talking about putting this conference on, and and you know who who should we bring and what should it be focused on? Yeah, this is it. I mean, you you said you used the word powerhouse earlier, David. Mm-hmm. Brant Petrie and Curtis Mitch and I have been close friends for a long, long time, and these guys are they are just phenomenal. They're two of the top biblical scholars in the country amen. amen. and and it's not just scholarship. They know the Bible because they live it, mm-hmm. and it just comes out of every pore of their bodies, and I'm, I'm just delighted to be coming down to, to Baton Rouge with them, and we're gonna unpack the Eucharist in this great time of the focus on the Eucharist, these guys, I mean, who better to share right. uh, than guys who are just inundated with sacred scripture, and so we're gonna focus on scripture, and its relationship to the, to the interior life so that we can rocket our way to heaven.
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And now, I personally am familiar with Dr. Brent Petrie and, and, and of course, his, mm-hmm. his many books, one of them being The Jewish Roots of the Eucharist, which is, which, which is a very, very powerful book. Uh, well, talk about Curtis, uh, uh, Mitch, talk about what he does.
2: Curtis is, if you've ever read the Ignatius Catholic Study Bible, uh, which is the great it's got a phenomenal commentary in it. Curtis is basically the guy who wrote that. Um some of it he's edited some wow. other people's work, but 20 okay. years this guy spent working on this commentary and I can call this guy up at the most random crazy bible question and he okay. answers it off the top of his head. I mean
4: <laughs> that's just, that's incredible.
2: He's, and yeah, he, he's phenomenal he, that way. So
4: in other words, I, I have the Ignatian uh, study Bible. I mean, and I, I, I refer to it a lot, and that's the majority of his work?
2: It is. My and goodness. Yeah. Okay. yeah, no, he he is a one-of-a-kind, and he and Brandt have, have wor- been working together for a while as well, and so I, I'm telling you, these guys are like, you know, a one-two punch, and uh, the, the kind of... The, the important thing is... It's not just about knowledge. Yes. Right. The, the goal is transformation of our lives, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's what this conference is really ordered to. So we want to wed a knowledge and an understanding of this great sacrament of sacraments in the Eucharist and right. liturgy right. to our interior lives, because okay. that's how we become the saints we were made to be.
4: Okay. So folks coming to this event and everything, and it, it won't just be all theological uh, study talk. Right. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. Good. This is for
6: the people. <laughs>
4: <laughs> good, because sometimes I could just sit there and drool. I don't know what they're saying, you know. But, but uh, so, so you're you you you're talking about how th- this real truth uh, can apply to our lives. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, you know what? I mean, there is a time and a place for academic study, for sure, and mm-hmm. we need it. Yeah. You're going to learn if you come to this conference, there's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. How can we not ever learn when we're talking about the infinite God, Mm -hmm. but this is a conference that's meant to not just inform, but to transform. And so it's going to be an everyday language. All of us understand that the the truth does nothing for us if we don't understand it and get the ability to apply it to our lives.
4: Right. Right.
2: And and that's why you bring the spiritual life into this as well, because all of this has to be wedded together in order to to be transformative so it's going to be an everyday language i think people are going to walk away from this not just on a spiritual high but with a goal and an aim toward where to direct their lives from the moment they step out the doors of that conference
4: i mean so it could be a life changer for you is what you're saying
2: i don't how can it not be when you're talking about the eucharist and the spiritual life and you really dive in how can it not be a life changer david yeah, i mean this yeah. is what it's about every yeah. day we should be changing and transforming uh, you know more into the likeness of jesus christ this conference is going to put that on steroids well, well it all-
3: sounds like yeah, go ahead, it Gabby. sounds like it sounds like it's really relevant during the eucharistic revival mm-hmm. uh matthew there's so many conferences out there who do you think should attend a conference like this who uh who would you like to see at this conference and who who can go is there a certain age group
2: I would think that, um, based on what I know from these guys, anybody high school and up—I uh, okay. mean, I've had junior hires come to my talks and things like that in the past, and I'm sure that that uh, Brant in particular has as well. Mm-hmm. But I would say high school age and up is, you know, easily in the in the crosshairs of this conference, and it's not for people who have, you know, you, you don't have to have a knowledge of the Bible already. You don't have to be some kind of a Saint praying twenty hours a day to come to this. This is how we become those kinds of people by getting fulfilled or, or, or filled up with this kind of knowledge and transformative interior life focus. Yeah. So every Catholic and non-Catholic, you know what? If you're not a Catholic and you want to know what the Catholic Church actually teaches, oh, there you go about sacred scripture and the interior life and what we believe about the Eucharist.
4: This yeah. is for you as well. Yes. Yes. Yes, because I've, I've heard you speak. well, I, I've, I've seen your videos, I've, I've heard Dr. Petrie speak, and all I know is you guys do speak to our hearts. I mean, you, you do make it understandable and informative at the same time. So um, uh, I, I appreciate that, and I'm, I'm looking forward to this. this ought to be, mm-hmm. this ought to be one fantastic weekend, you know.
2: So. You know what, one of the reasons I'm, I'm so looking forward to come down and coming to Louisiana is because I, I did my very first parish mission. Uh, years and years ago in New Iberia, Louisiana. Oh, man. And, oh, and nice. y'all are the, you, you guys are the, the nicest people <laughs> in the world. I, yeah. I kid yeah. you not. There are nice people everywhere in the Catholic Church. But Louisiana, those people treated me so well, and so I'm, I'm really happy to be coming back down to your neck of the
4: woods. Fantastic. Well, I, I will say this, and I will brag. I, I do believe, South Louisiana, we live our Catholic faith, and we're constantly looking for things like this, and we want to grow in our Catholic faith. Everybody wants to do this, so this, mm-hmm. is, this is a wonderful tool. So we're going to send folks to uh, fullnessoftruth.org. And then I've got uh, slash BR23, which is Baton Rouge 2023, but BR23. So that's fullnessoftruth.org, BR23. Gabby, you're going to put that link on our Facebook page too as well, right?
3: Yes. It is already there.
4: Well, wonderful. Matthew Leonard, thank you for joining us. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in a month.
2: Well, I appreciate it, guys. God bless all you're doing in Catholic Radio.
4: All right. Take care all right in a
3: month i'm already like two weeks ahead you of tell schedule me about so I, I, this, this I feel is like...
4: <laughs> this is a crazy fall y'all <laughs> this is nuts so 44 past the hour when we come back i'll be talking to mary beth bracy about a wonderful wonderful book on wake up 48 past the hour once again, you're tuning your heart to the truth. We were just talking about the truth in the last segment. The fullness of truth. And I'm David Dawson along with Gabby Smith. And right now we have Mary Beth Bracey. She's the media spokesperson for Sophia Institute. We just talked to her a few days ago, as a matter of fact. Welcome back, Mary.
0: Thank you. Glad to be here.
4: Good to have you back. And uh, we're going to yes. be talking about uh, one, of my, one of my favorite books, I Believe in Love, uh, you know, but before we begin, Mary, I can tell you I've read the book four times, and I can tell you I've given the book uh, away probably at least five times. I just keep buying this book, so I may be one of your best wow. customers, but uh, <laughs> this, go- this goes way back to my formation of my Catholic faith, uh, or reformation of my Catholic faith, if you will. Wow. Amazing book, Mary Beth. Talk about it.
0: Yes, so your experience isn't atypical, I would say, because I remember reading it years ago for the first time myself, so it's really a spiritual classic, yeah. and sometimes people that aren't quite sure about St. Therese, or maybe think that they might not like her, unfortunately, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> encountered this book and now they're her biggest fan, and they pass it out like hotcakes to everyone they meet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, so, I think the beautiful thing about it is it is kind of called a personal retreat, Um, Not just because you can take it with you anywhere, but because it really speaks to your heart about the spirituality of St. Therese and how God invites us to come to him as little children and to surrender ourselves totally to him in trust of his merciful love.
4: Well, I, I can tell you the first time I read the book, I stumbled across it and it had a picture of St. Therese. It, it looked different than the one that's out right now because <laughs> many editions ago. But it, it had a picture of St. Teresa. I said, oh, I can finally read about who this person is. But it's not like that. It is, as you described, it's a more of an inward reflection and a personal retreat along with what she taught and, 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 and what she believed and, and wrote in her diaries. But i got to admit, you're, you're absolutely right. My first taste of St. Teresa, or my first impression, was, was uh, she's too sweet. She's too, you know, and I, it, it, the more I read about her, the more I realized what a powerful saint she was, huh?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. And I think one of the other beautiful things about this book is it's not like pie-in-the-sky theology. Right. She talks a lot about what to do when we fail and how, you know, we shouldn't turn in on ourselves and become despondent, but how we can actually use that as an opportunity for spiritual growth, or she also talks a lot about suffering and why it happens to us and all the benefits and all the fruits that can come from it.
4: You know, that is that is so true. I learned so much mm-hmm. just from that one book about the meaningfulness of suffering. Uh, not that it's something anybody craves, but when it happens to us, there's it's something really We shouldn't try so hard to avoid. Right, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Um, So those were definitely some of the things I thought were most powerful about the book. Additionally, another thing that I think is especially beautiful for for us during this time of Eucharistic revival is there's an amazing chapter on the Holy Eucharist and how it relates to St. Therese's spirituality and how we can actually... Um, become more Eucharistic in terms of our receiving communion and spending time with our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, too.
4: Well, I'm I'm looking at some of the bulletin... bullet points. I'm sorry, it's Friday (laughs) and my mouth is not connecting with my brain here. But uh, some of the bullet points here is, you know, um, uh, one thing you must cherish in your soul, uh, or you'll never learn to love as Jesus loves. That was beautiful. And then how we can't avoid our crosses, how to deal with failures and difficult moments of all time without losing your spiritual or emotional equilibrium. Gabby, can you believe that? I mean.
3: Uh, Well, I mean, every day we're going to be facing challenges, something that's going to bog us down, drag us down, bring negativity. I think St. Therese is a perfect example to really focus on the true meaning of why we are here in the first place, which we can easily forget.
4: Absolutely. And, and and Mary Beth, I, I could probably gush and go on and on, but I mean, you, you're the one that knows even more about this book. And the fact that it says it's a personal retreat, talk about that.
0: Yes. So, St. Therese, I think at first, as you mentioned, sometimes people might think that she's maybe saccharine or they can't relate to her. Yeah. But it really does talk about all the different ways we can relate to her. Mm-hmm. And the author does such an amazing job of relating it to the human condition in a very intimate way, and he draws extensively from the scriptures and also from, sometimes from the writings of other saints as well to relate St. Teresa's spirituality to our everyday lives. Yeah. Um,
4: who, who would you say this book is geared to, or geared for?
0: Honestly, I would say everyone. Yeah. Because one, one of my friends is probably in her uh, mid-20s, and she was very much, you know, like, what can I learn from St. Therese? She had such an easy life. But then she read this book and absolutely loved it and realized, oh, okay, so her life wasn't so easy, but look at all the things she has to teach us, and it really just touched her heart. Yeah. Um, also, I think that somebody, honestly, the author is someone who is from a religious community, and I believe that maybe these were originally geared toward members of his community, mm-hmm. so I think even someone in a cloistered convent could benefit from it, too, just because St. Teresa's spirituality is for everyone, right. um, which is why she's a doctor of the Church, so I think she really is able to relate to everyone's walk of life.
4: Mm-hmm. And also, because it does say a personal retreat, a lot of folks think, is there a structured way we should read this book, you know, over a certain length of time or anything like that?
0: I don't think so. I think that's another really beautiful thing about it Mm -hmm. is you could pick it up, and you might be somebody that reads fast and goes through it quickly, Mm -hmm. or you might read a chapter each day. For those of us that like to mull things over a bit or who are super busy, you might just read a a page each day, and that can really nourish your soul as well.
4: Wow. I, I I can attest that immediately when I started the book, that's what I thought I was going to do. I thought I was going to do cover to cover, and I realized I had to stop stop and contemplate. You know, mm. it, it, it's an easy read, Gabby, and and but but to stop and contemplate and look inwardly and pray is what the book calls you to do. I mm-hmm. I, I just find it amazing. And and Mary Beth, I, I, like you said, it's for everybody, I believe, and inevitably it's going to. You know, when, when when you talk about your faith life in conversation, and other people do, <laughs> I just wound up saying, here, here, take this, and giving them my copy and having to buy another. So they're, they're spread out all over the place, Mary Beth.
0: <laughs> yes, that's for sure. Um, and they even have study guides and other resources to go along with it now, too. So I think oh. even whole groups are reading it together as well. Well, oh, that's
4: good. There we go. I might, have to, I might have to get that study guide to start all over again. <laughs> so, but honestly, honestly, when I, when I did see that you were going to be our guest, I pulled up my last copy and was thumbing through it. And here I go again. So I know I'm going to be starting this up um, Mary Beth, I can't I can't recommend this book enough, and mm-hmm. I'm so glad you're here talking about it. So uh, thank you once again for joining us. I hope we talk to you again soon. You've got some great books out there.
0: Yes. Thank you. I, I'm always glad to be here, always glad to talk with you.
4: Great, great. Thank you once again. This is from SOA Sophia Institute, and uh, look yes. for it in bookstores, y'all. It's everywhere, or go to Sof- sophiainstitute.com. Well, Gabby? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, also support
3: our local Catholic bookstores. We have so many in our listening area, and they need our support, so it's a great way to go yes, and indeed. purchase this yes, book. Yes, indeed.
4: Okay. Well, uh, let's close with a prayer, Gabby, as long as it's the Feast of the uh, Archangels. And, mm-hmm. boy, do we need the Archangels now more than ever, and it's yes, something we have a tendency to forget about, but uh, we need all three of those guys these days. So. Mm-hmm. uh um, all right, in name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen.
3: Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you back here Monday at 7 a.m. Central Time. Have a wonderful Friday and a great weekend. God bless. Wake up is a production of Catholic Community Media.